Hello, dear daughters and sons, and welcome back to the podcast, Letters for Our Daughters. Just a reminder to hit the subscribe button and share it with your friends. Thank you again for listening and for being here. So end of second trimester. Not bad. Not bad at all, I must say. I have taken some time to write again. I try to be better at it, but it's hard. I get lazy. I become friendly with my couch. I watch the CBS morning show, then the third hour of the Today Show, uh, or Hot Bench, and then I go on to the Wendy Williams show. All unnecessary, except for CBS. I love Gail King and Nora O'Donnell. Anyway, the, the second trimester has been so much better than the first. I am finishing up my sixth month and I am happy to say that I am now eating vegetables again. (laughs) I don't cringe at the smell of onions or the sight of mushrooms. I feel more energized, happier, and uh, we're starting to think of names and stuff to add to the registry. We don't know what you will be, our child, but we decided to not assign you a color. We want to dress you in lively colors, tie-dye shirts, funky colored shoes, and decorate your room with as much color as we possibly can. When we were in Florence, our Airbnb host, Roberto Iguanieri, invited us over to cross the Arno River and go check out his art studio. Him and his brother work with the old alfresco technique. It was so cool to be in Florence at an art studio talking to an artist who works with this old technique. He gave us a painting as a gift. And that was when we decided that we will decorate your room with art and color. We have already started to look into different kinds of books. We'll get you to teach you about all the wonderful heroes, no gender specific, that have changed the world. I have been reading two incredible books. I've already mentioned Angela Santomero's Radical Kindness, but this other one is by Anne Cushman. It's called The Mama Sutra. Angela's book is gorgeous, a very important and needed reminder to remain kind. I try to follow this every day, but sometimes it is hard. Sometimes we encounter unpleasant situations and people and the immediate impulse we have is to snap. I have already snapped and had a few meltdowns. Before pregnancy, I would go for my wine to deal, w- to deal with these unnecessary or stupid incidents, as I have been calling them in those m- moments of unkindness. But now I have had the opportunity to reread certain passages in her book to remind me of the power of our minds and the control we have over them and how paying attention to these unnecessary situations create unnecessary stress in my life and my baby's life. The Mama Sutra, some may think, why are you reading this book now? It is sad. Yes, it is. It starts with Anne sharing her very powerful and moving experience of loss, and I cried. I cried a lot. Her beautiful honesty about the difficulty of losing her child, her devastating divorce, and her her path to motherhood has made me put my own pregnancy in a completely different perspective. I love how raw and honest she is. There is no filter in her book. I have cried plenty of times as I am reading her book. I sometimes doubted myself about being pregnant. I I often think about my career, my body, my marriage, and my life in general. These will change. 
They have already. But this book has helped me realize that it will all be okay. That in fact, it will all be an amazing experience and I am lucky to be able to experience. I'm okay. I am. I'm, I am dealing with created stress and anxiety at the moment. With the stress and anxiety of wondering what will happen. Will I be a good mother? Will I raise a good human being? Will the teenage years be difficult as I'm going through menopause? Will my child and I have a healthy and loving relationship? All of this makes me drown in a pool of anxiety sometimes. I am a worrier. I have always been. Being completely sober and with my hormones all over the place have made me look back at my anxiety pattern. I worry and fear the unknown. Always. When I moved to New York City and was thinking of breaking up with my boyfriend at the time, I lived in that pool of anxiety. When I went off to college, accepted on probation and with the knowledge that they didn't really want me there, I lived in that same pool. When I went to Italy for the first time by myself, I lived in anxiety. Always. Yes, pregnancy is much different, but it isn't at the same time. All of these past experiences have been somewhat difficult. Maybe I shouldn't compare going to Italy with going to college, but the main similarity I find in all of these experiences is that I react with fear. I go into these experiences experiences imagining the worst. Yes, it's true. I will not sleep for a long time anymore. I will be sleep deprived, tired and emotional perhaps, but with a new experience which I know will be magical just like all of the other experiences were. Yes, even college and my breakup. So my dear daughter or son, I'm good. I'm so sorry for all of the anxiety, anger, stress, and sadness that I have passed on to you this past week. I feel as if I am learning how to cope without wine or CBD oil to teach you how to do it. I hope you don't suffer from anxiety the way that I do. I love seeing my belly grow. That means you're growing. I love feeling you move every time I eat, sing, and are ready for bed. Yep, even then. (laughs) I love imagining your father's look when he holds you in his arms for the very first time. I love imagining when you look into my eyes and see all the love that I have for you. I look forward to seeing the look on your grandparents, uncles, and aunts' faces, especially the look of your great-grandfather. In my recent moments of anxiety, Knowing that you are there has calmed me down.